good news. My new book is finally here. It's called Handbook for the Heartbroken, A Woman's Path from Devastation to Rebirth, and you can order it now wherever books are sold. I wrote this book after the five-year span between 2016 and 2020 when I experienced serial heartbreaks that rocked literally every area of my life, my health, relationships, money, career, social status, and even my very sense of self. And along the way, I really got to experience firsthand how dysfunctional our culture's relationship is to loss. I saw how we live in a heartbreak illiterate world that's obsessed with success and shackled with isolation and ignorant of how valuable our suffering can be for our growth and our evolution, not only as individuals, but also as a collective. So this book expands the conversation around loss beyond just breakups and bereavement, although we definitely cover those too. In order to include falls from grace of all kinds, personal, professional, and collective. So whether you're experiencing hardship now or know you have past hurts that are holding you back in certain ways and still need healing, this book is here to support you. It's also a great book to gift to clients, family members, friends, just other women in your world who are going through a challenging time. It will show you that it's only through fully turning toward your heartbreak with support, courage, and compassion that you can heal. So within the loving pages of this book, you will have full permission to fall apart and slowly, organically find your way back to greater wholeness. I'm truly excited to share this with you. It was not a joy to live this journey, but it really was a joy to write it. And you can find it again wherever books are sold and the audio version of the book is available as well. If you would like some gifts to accompany you on your heartbreak journey, you can get those at handbookfortheheartbroken.com. Those are free. Whenever you order books, you can just send in your invoice or your receipt and we'll send you those accompanying gifts. Enjoy. Hello, women. Welcome to She Talks, a space for you to come home to your inner wisdom or your she. I'm Sarah Von Stover, a yoga and meditation teacher, best-selling author, and spiritual guide for women. I created this podcast because I wanted to offer Dharma talks, or wisdom teachings as they're called in the Buddhist tradition, through the distinct lens and voice of the sacred feminine. Because I believe that when a woman gets still and quiet enough to hear the voice of the divine within her, she can finally download the guidance she needs to become the most magnificent expression of herself possible and in turn, inspire others to do the same. Throughout both the first halves of November and December, I'm offering a special series here on the podcast called Dakini's Den. In Tibetan Buddhism, Dakinis are manifestations of awakening, appearing in a feminine form. And Dakini's Den was the name of the monthly class and Dharma talk I gave in this year's nine-month women's spiritual practice community, the She School, and its mastermind component, the She Leadership Circle. These talks were a favorite both for me and the women in the programs, and I'm going to share several excerpts with you here over the next month. I also created this series in honor of the opening of 
the latest evolution of the She School. This year, it will be a 12-month program called A Year of She, and this is the eighth year that I've been leading some version of this. A Year of She is for women who want to make their spiritual practice the foundation of their life in 2019. And its mastermind level, the She Leadership Circle, is for women who want to apply their spiritual insights to their careers for more impact, creativity, and service. Early registration with special gifts and discounts closes on November 16th, and then regular registration closes on December 13th. To learn more, head to ayearofshe.com. That's ayearofshe.com. And for now, Welcome to Dakini's Den. Hello. Welcome home. Welcome to our June Dakini's Den. And we're continuing our explorations in the underworld in this descent of the heroine's journey. We are right in the middle of it, right in the heart of it. And I know that things can get intense when we're doing shadow work. And I encourage you to take breaks if you need to. So there is a nice discussion in our Facebook group about ways that we can play, find things to shake things up a little bit. If you you need to go to a movie or hang out with some girlfriends or go out for some comfort food or go to a concert, whatever it is for you. Um, Do some things to support yourself. And go gently. Go gently. And this is also, when we're doing shadow work, it's also important to take space for yourself to practice Increased self-care, like Epsom salt baths, getting a massage if you can, getting acupuncture if you can, taking time to go inward, maybe journaling more, getting more sleep, doing yoga nidra, or just resting if this starts to feel heavy for you. And if really challenging material arises or hard emotions arise, and you find yourself maybe slipping into even more shadow behaviors, I really suggest that you get outside support. And this could look like working with your therapist or going to a 12-step program or spending time with your more spiritually evolved friends that really know how to hold space and aren't trying to just give you advice or don't understand at all why shadow work is important And also our Facebook group is definitely a place where you can seek, you know, seek some support. But again, if it's really challenging, you're going to need some more in-depth, like one-on-one support. And while all of that is really essential, it's also essential to keep going. We all have a certain limit that we reach in our lives. 
an emotional limit, a place beyond which we usually don't go, a place right up until, you know, we might be all in and then we give up. We think, this isn't working for me. Now, this might work for other people, but it's not working for me. And we don't stay long enough to go past the limits of our current belief system. We don't stay long enough to enter into the unknown beyond what we previously thought or experienced to be possible. And then the deeper miracles cannot occur because we've given up. To help with this, I want to bring you the image of the buffalo. And here in Colorado, it's buffalo is known as the bison. And here in Colorado, at this time of year, and in many parts of the world, during the summertime, there are a lot of thunderstorms. And when a buffalo is out on the plains, and a rainstorm, thunderstorm starts rolling in. The buffalo doesn't turn around and run. The buffalo just walks steadily right into the storm. And I really advocate this form of being, this way of being for all of us when we confront a rainstorm in our lives. Like, yes, sometimes you're going to want to just pitch a tent and go inside and light a fire if you can. And like I was saying, practice self-care. But ultimately, you're going to need to come out of that tent and keep heading into the storm. Our brains are wired we're culturally conditioned to run from anything that is uncomfortable. And in doing that, we constantly exhaust ourselves. Like, yes, if your life is in danger, but that isn't the case for us, you know, 99.9% .9 of the time anymore as it was for our ancestors. So we're still dealing with that part of our nervous system that was wired to keep us alive and that now actually keeps us from keeps us from evolving and from being more alive. So when you feel adequately resourced, you know, the best thing that you can do is just drop everything. You know, if if some big material is coming up and you feel that you can handle it on your own, is to just stop what you're doing and just go into the raw sensation of feeling it. Like we've been talking about, just drop the story. And I've really, I've really come to appreciate this more and more. I know that it's hard when we're feeling intensity of emotion or the challenges of life. Our tendency is going to be to want to keep busy or to to reach outside of us for some sort of external gratification, even sometimes like calling a friend or calling a family member, it might give you temporary relief, but it's not going to be the deep balm that is actually going to bring the relief to that deep pain. 
the only thing that can do that is your own loving presence. And as I've been through a lot of challenges and a lot of intense grief the past few years, I've really come to experience this firsthand. Maybe my initial instinct is to call someone, but then ultimately I know like there's nothing this person can say or do that will make me feel better. And the, you know, maybe they're going to help to downregulate me a little bit, you know, during the times when the grief was really intense. But then I've learned that the most important thing I could do is to sometimes just lay, get back in bed, lay in bed under the covers and just feel the pain, metabolize the pain. Did a Facebook Live about that maybe a year and a half ago. It's on, it's on my YouTube channel now. Just feeling the pain to metabolize it. That's the buffalo just walking into the rainstorm. All right. So I want to share a story. that really encapsulates what we're doing here, both in the Shi school and in life and on the spiritual path. And in the ancient teachings given by the Buddha, there's a story of a man who made a beautiful golden statue of the Buddha. Of the Buddha. And this man wanted to transport this statue across the country in India. So he covered it in hundreds of dirty rags so that burglars and vandals wouldn't take it while he was traveling with it. And while he was en route with this statue, he died. And from that point on, the statue covered in rags was completely forgotten. And in fact, it was trampled into the ground, just thought to be this useless pile of rags. And one day, many years later, a sage dreamed of this golden statue. And he dreamt the location of it. And he traveled to the spot where he saw it to be laying in his dreams. When he arrived there, he found the pile of stinking old rags. And one by one, he removed them. Until at last, he beheld the golden statue. A shrine was then built on that very spot, and a legend grew up around it. And this is the legend that I'm sharing with you now. This is the story of each and every one of us without exception. We all have that shimmering beauty inside of us. We all have that transcendent, boundless, eternal nature rooted in golden truth. And we travel ceaselessly looking everywhere for it. 
And one place where we don't think to look for it is right here inside of us in the darkest, most wretched, raggedy corners of our being. You are like the sage who had that dream. You have been shown exactly where to look for this golden statue. You only have to travel to that spot over and over again and begin to remove the dirty rags that are covering it up. This is the work that we are gathered here for. This is why you're listening to these words now. Because you're ready. It's your time. It's time to know who you really are. This path that we are on, both in the She School and in the way the Happy Woman community at large is the path of self-illumination. Whenever I speak of happiness, I don't speak of worldly happiness. That is fleeting. It comes and it goes. It waxes and it wanes. I'm speaking of this eternal happiness, this eternal contentment that lives inside each of us, that is never tarnished by anything that we experience. And these dirty, stinking rags that we are pulling away, that is an essential part of the journey. These dirty, stinking rags are the messages of our inner critics, of our inner perfectionists, of our inner patriarchs, of our shadow. We need to see through all of those illusions because they are illusions. They are not who we are. In order to arrive at the light within us that can never be extinguished. It takes commitment. It takes resolve. In Sanskrit, the word is tapas, this inner fire, this inner passion. It takes this to do shadow work, to do this work of removing the stinking rags and still having faith in that inner vision, that dream, that there is something underneath them. You need to stay connected to this fire of your inner light no matter what, no matter what, no matter how dark your life becomes, no matter how dark the messages of these inner voices, no matter how dark the state of the world. 
If you're inspired to live these teachings in your daily life, come on over and explore A Year of She at ayearofshe.com. This is a 365-day course with women's yoga classes, meditation, dharma talks, community, seasonal living, and so much more. We're a sisterhood that doesn't just talk about things, we actually practice. And this isn't about crystals and rituals, although we love those things too, but it's about genuinely working with your own energy because the real power isn't in things outside of you, however wonderful those things are. The real power is in you. And it's a rare woman who really lives that. Remember, registration is only open once a year, which is right now. And our 12-month journey starts on January 1st. It would be an honor to support you in stepping into your strength, feminine wisdom, and power in the year ahead. Until next time, I am sending you my heartfelt support. Thank you so much for being part of our sisterhood.